Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, Season 2, Episode 31. I'm your host, Julian, with my co-host, Justin. Yo. All Things Sports Podcast, this is the first official podcast of the NBA offseason. It's been a long season. We've been preaching Golden State, Golden State, Golden State since October, and we have been corrected by a whole country, deservingly so, and... You know, happy for them I am. I don't know about you. I mean, it's a little different landscape change. The O'Brien's going up north. I mean, first time, you know. I'm happy for him because, you know, I remember back to when the Heat won in 06. It was our first. I know that feeling. Right. Nothing like the going first. Going to that parade. Yeah, nothing like the first. So, I'm happy for him. Um, I'm happy for Kawhi Leonard. Finals MVP. Second finals MVP. One of only three people to win. Uh Finals with two different teams, mm-hmm. one being Kareem, two being LeBron. Uh, LeBron, and three being Kawhi. Uh, he definitely had a uh, a pretty solid series versus Golden State. He had a phenomenal playoffs, uh, one of the best playoffs in NBA history, actually. Um, as far as the finals, you know, games get tougher, games get slower. Um, you know, you're going to have to find strength from other places and do, do different things matchup-wise. Uh, Kawhi said it in the interview with Rachel Nichols that he had. He said that he felt like, you know, go to, granted, Golden State was injured, right? They did not have Kevin Durant. And when they had him, he had those 11 quick points. And that was it. Uh, they had Clay going off for Game 6 Clay, oh. And... Third quarter, he tears his ACL. So, you know, I hope the best for them, and and we'll talk about them going into next year. Um, Right now, this is the Raptors. But what Kawhi Leonard said in that interview going back with Rachel Nichols was he said he felt like they played against three different teams. They had to prepare for these lineups and then these lineups and then these lineups. And in the finals, one game at a time. So you win one game and, you know, you can go up 2-0 and it's still not over. But you can also go up 2-0 and, and have that, that control of the finals. Um, you know, the Raptors, fortunately for them, went up 2-1. You know, they were able to uh, – they went up 3-1. But, you know, quickly they went up 2-1. Golden State stole one on the road. But Toronto came back and won – those two right in Golden State, like uh, I heard us the story where Nick Nurse told the team, "Hey, let's go get one in, in Golden State." And Kawhi was like, "Fuck that, we need two, we need both, we need yeah. both." Um, and that's that's just a testament to really their whole season as far as how they were were not deemed as finals favorites this year by any means in October. I mean, you can say that uh, you knew they would have a chance. No LeBron being in the East. It was wide open. You know, Kawhi Leonard is one of the greatest players in the NBA. Um, however. At the time, we didn't know which Kawhi. However, game. exactly. Uh, that's one. And two, I mean, rookie coach Nick Nurse. Also, not just rookie coach, because we saw rookie coach Steve Kerr win the finals. And we saw rookie coach Ty Lu win the finals. But it's rookie coach Nick Nurse with that Kawhi. And uh, Kyle Lowry, 
You know, we've seen this team, but we didn't see. And it was rookie coach Nick Nurse replacing coach of the year, Dwayne Casey. Correct. So there was a lot to tie into Toronto season with credits to Messiah Jerry. Trading for Mark Gasol at the deadline, making sure they got Kawhi Leonard, don't matter if it's a rental or not, you know, giving up their franchise's cornerstone and and really the creator of this fan base that they have as strong as they have it today, uh, DeMar DeRozan. It's it's as much as I dislike the Toronto Raptors in the regular season and even in the playoffs, like I'll give them their shit because LeBron was just undefeatable. Um I do have a lot of respect for this Raptors team and and how they played and how they actually just stepped up to go to state because me personally, I don't think they would have won. It wouldn't have been close with Kevin Durant being, you know, Uh, healthy with Clay being healthy. And and it was it's a testament to Kevin Durant because that was made apparent in the first quarter that he played. I mean, three for three from threes. 11 points, and he looked comfortable. Right. Like, if if he would have been healthy and stayed healthy in that game, he was on pace to drop 40. Easy. Yeah, and I mean, who can stop him, right? That goes back to that. So, like I said, I don't think that they would have won with, with, with Kevin Durant being in there. However, that wasn't the case. And But what I do know is that they would have came with that same fight that they had without Kevin Durant, without Klay Thompson, that fight that they had to win and, and really just step up to the challenge and be like, listen, we're here. We're going to take full advantage of this opportunity. And no matter what the, the chips are, no matter what the cards are for us, um, obviously they were dealt all aces. And it goes like that sometimes. You know, sometimes it's just destiny. This year was destiny. When Clay went out, it was like, yeah. Raptors really, really won this finals. Really, really, it's really, hard to really three won this finals. That, there's a reason why only two teams have ever done it. Both teams were both coached by Phil Jackson. One team had Scotty and Mike, and then the other team had Shaq and Kobe. So it's and you got to figure health. Easy. Health is a factor. I mean, three straight years playing 82 plus games in the regular season, and then your playoff games. You know what I'm saying? You got to win 16 games to win a finals. Um, let alone the games you don't lose. So you're going 100 games, possibly almost. You know, 90 something games a season. Uh, then I mean, off season, and then you know, you know, these players sometimes play in the Olympics. These yeah. players play in the FIBA. They play in, you know, they're playing these summer, uh, like, not leagues, but, you know. Activities. Exactly. And it's just putting more wear on their body. So it is tough to three-peat. So the, the, the dynasty killer, the dynasty slayer, Kawhi Leonard. The dynasty slayer. They said Kawhi Leonard, first of his name, uh, holder of the claw, conqueror of the of the East or something like that. It was it was pretty funny. They also said he was he's the first ever player to win Finals MVP in two different uh, conferences. It's a fact. I'll say it again. Kawhi Leonard is my favorite player now. I mean, LeBron James is the god that in basketball that I worship. So we're we're just gonna put LeBron's shrine up there and f- forever LeBron. Like we get that, but goddamn, it's been. Going on 17 years of this, right? Can I get a refresh? Like Dwayne Wade is not in the NBA no more. Let me get a refresh, right? Some some young. Let me get some young favorite favorite player to to be able to watch for the next 10 years. And and Kawhi Leonard looks to be that 
to be that guy. You know, Kevin Durant was right up there, but when he signed with the Warriors, it, it definitely took me personally, like, to to say that he's my favorite player. It's hard. It's hard because, you know, we say we said it countless times. He took the easy way, and I'll stand on that because he did take the easy way, right? Um, am, am I saying he's wrong for taking that easy way? No. But for what I'm looking for in my favorite player, um, you know, Dwayne Wade, ain't have a handout right I mean he got Shaq that was the biggest the biggest thing he's gotten and and that was like you know maybe maybe like like for your 21st or 22nd birthday your mom gives you a car like you know what I'm saying like he didn't get it at 16 he didn't have the quinceanera he ain't do all that LeBron James as well it was all and I mean you know what they did as far as teaming up together um you know they basically Learned with that strict parent of theirs that you got to make smart decisions in life, and they grew up to make smart decisions. Now, as far as Kawhi Leonard's concerned, uh, we're talking about worked for everything. Sorry, two-time champion. Sorry, two-time Finals MVP, uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Mm two-time. Is he two-time Defensive Player of the Year? Yeah, I think he's. I think he went back to back. Yeah, he went back to back. Is he, I think he, is he the only one to go back to. I think he's the only one to go I back to back. Draymond did, but no, Draymond and then Rudy Gobert won, right? Yeah, because yeah, Clay, yeah. I mean, uh, sorry, Kawhi got the back to back, and then Draymond got it. So and then Rudy. we're not talking about these guys. Back to back defensive player of the year. Um, what is he like in like a like a five time All Star maybe or. Or like a four-time all-star? Probably like, like a four-time four. all-star. Because I, you know. Uh, but he's still young. Man. But, I respect I mean, this, the this, I But respect this dude is built from the ground up like this. He wasn't given really anything. I mean, he's man-made. Everything he's got, he's worked for. And you got to respect that. Yeah. There's not, because we, we, there's a lot of players in this league that some have both, like some like LeBron, like they understand what they have, but they they still got that grind. And Yana, I think Giannis is another one, but you just have certain players that are just given the talent. Like Giannis is just built with that frame. Right. KD is just given, you know, that frame. Kawhi was definitely blessed with a good, uh, you know, physical specimen body. Like this guy has freakishly long arms, you know, yeah. broad shoulders. He's a big guy, and and hands, his hands as well. So, uh, but but, but the way his offense has been polished over these and, last couple and seasons, developed, yeah, it's it's become insane. it's become it was like it was so tight, and then it just you saw it was like Kawhi Leonard, wow, he can really score that, wow, wow, and now this guy is literally he can drop thirty five a game, like he can drop thirty two a game. And guard your best player. Not many players, not just in the league, but have. Ever played, and we know everybody gets hurt, and everybody's hurt by the finals. But yeah, nobody's healthy, or even in the playoffs. But you know, knowing he had that knee issue, coming off that quad injury from last year, only playing nine games, I just give it up to him, man. I just give it up to him, yeah. and and I give it up to the Raptors this year. We'll, we'll get off their case, um, you know, let them enjoy their summer. Uh, but you know what I really can say is that Kawhi Leonard missed a lot of games this year, and and. Deservingly so, you know, it was obviously worth it. It obviously paid off. But when he did miss games, the Raptors were winning. The Raptors were winning, and and that showed you right there. Hey, this team, this team has a real chance. And then when it when it was them to down to them in Milwaukee, uh, you know, I know they went down 0-2, but I still felt like you know the Raptors are the better team, and 
and uh, offensively they can get it going a lot more and would be a more comp- uh, com- competitive series if they played against the Warriors. So we'll move on from there. Um, free agency is in the loom. Today is the 19th. It's Tuesday. We're going to drop another episode on Friday. It's, it's, it's super lit. We got the two-episode week. We, we've been a little away, so we're giving back to the community. We got the NBA draft on Thursday, so we're not even going to talk about that on this episode. We're going to do a, a full recap. Um, I remember last year's draft episode was really fun and really entertaining, actually. So hopefully this year, I mean, I know the uh, star power, I guess, might not be as uh, there, but for sure... It it's seems to be the it's, trades. It's there, there's a lot of trades that are going to happen, in my opinion, on draft night. And um, just a lot of implications for next year. It's, 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 a, it's a telling draft. I'll put it that way. So we'll talk about that on Friday night after, after the draft, right? But right now, we're going to get into free agency. And, um, and let's start off with, with the boom of the summer. AD traded. Lonzo Ball, uh, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, the fourth pick. And then two other first round first round picks in the future. Um, takeaways from this from this from this uh, from this pick uh, from this trade, Justin. It was a deal that had to be done. Like there was no there's no way around it because without this, I feel like we're not even talking about the Lakers and free agency. Given what they had without AD, <laughs> it's not an attractive spot. Uh, all things considered, I mean, a lot of people are talking about which is probably true. Consider if you look back to last season. If LeBron doesn't go down for those 17 games before he went down, they're the fourth spot in the West. They would, he plays those 17 games, chances are they probably make six, maybe seven spot in yeah. the playoffs. And losing the first round. Yeah. Like that's all good. First, maybe second round. <laughs> and, you know, every, everything's not as bad as it seems, but with them not making the playoffs. Because the, the crazy thing is for the Lakers in the past. I think since 2014, they've missed the playoffs consecutive years. Mm. Before 2014, in the start of this franchise as a whole, they've missed the playoff only five times. Mm. We're talking about yes. de- decades upon decades upon decades, five times, and then you've done it consecutively within the last five years. So you're taking that into consideration. You're taking Magic's sudden departure. You're, you know, him on first take. Talk, you know, yeah, bring, yeah, that was dra- a- dragging Rob Palinga through the dirt, Genie Bus, you know, all, all all this craziness, and we're, we we thought the Knicks were dysfunctional, and now with all this came out, we're like, wow, like Lakers, just like what possibly could they do? Even with LeBron, I mean, there was there was talk, people were telling Genie to trade LeBron, like, things were just <laughs> out the like the woodwork, just just coming coming every day. So and talk about backs against the walls, mm-hmm. and also talk about you know credit credit being due to Rob Palenka and Jeannie Buss um, getting this done, making the decision final. Uh, it was obviously, as you said, it was the, the deal that had to get done. You know, it was the obvious we need to do this. Um, credit Rob Palenka for being able to also keep Kyle Kuzma, which you know, which I thought was big. The Pelicans. It's a, it was a different scenario. You know, David Griffin is, is a really great GM. He knows how to manage an org, uh, uh, manage a team and, and move players around and, and talk to other GMs. Dell Demps, you know, he really wanted to, 
to have, make a make a fool out of Magic Johnson and the Lakers and yeah, and super holding, super unprofessional holding like bait above the head, right? Um, but when you when, when business is coming down to business and you realize that Anthony Davis says I want to leave, all right. We get a new GM. Anthony Davis says, I still want to leave. Anthony Davis says, I want to play for the Lakers or the Knicks. Anthony Davis now says, if I play with the Knicks, uh, excuse me, the Lakers, I'll resign. Mm -hmm. So why not get something for this before you don't get anything for it? Because all it's going to do all year is devalue. And Anthony Davis's value is not going to devalue, but the trade itself is going to devalue because... Free agency is next year. We waited three months. Why not wait two more months, right? That's going to get in the picture. So right there before the draft this Saturday, this past Saturday, AD, he's a Laker. He's playing with LeBron. Um, These are two of the top five players in the league right now. Uh, In my opinion, I think... I don't know. This is random. It's just I, we're talking about Anthony Davis, but I saw somebody said that Giannis is better than Anthony Davis. And in my opinion, when both at their full health, I'll take Anthony Davis uh, Monday through Sunday. I agree. So, and I'm not asking for agreement. You know what I mean? It's just people are out here not realizing the fact that Anthony Davis is a defensive player of the year candidate type player. People aren't realizing that Anthony Davis is a seven foot point guard. Uh, Anthony Davis is another one like like a Kawhi because when Anthony Davis first came to the league, everybody you know everybody knew he, he, about his blocks and his rim protection, offense. They knew his offense had to get polished. This dude's offense has gotten better every year. And his offense needing to be polished is like to be one of the greatest. Because Anthony Davis' offense coming in, though, was still, I can shoot that three. I'm going to get those lobs. I can get my offensive rebounds and putbacks. And I just have to get better as a consistent jump shooter in the NBA. And he's made a living off hitting tough shots, hitting open shots. His catch and shoot is ridiculously high. Um, Dribble penetration. And and his face up, back to the basket. Yeah. Uh, I think Anthony Davis is everything you would ask for out of a basketball player, and the best place and the person to play with for him would be LeBron James. Uh, I think people were going way too far to say that Anthony Davis is LeBron James' best teammate. Uh, very disrespectful to Dwayne Wade and the company. Uh, however, Anthony Davis has the chance to be and LeBron James' best teammate ever. I'll say that. Um, so the Lakers, let's get into this now. I mean, we, we just started this free agency. This is how crazy it is. Um, we're still on just one subject. What are the Lakers going to do with this $32 million they project to have at the start of offseason? Uh, excuse me, free agency. It's going to still be the same for last year. It's going to be a lot of one-year deals. They're going to have to kind of do what Miami did. We, you know, look for a lot of veterans, look for a lot of guys that— Pretty much want to win. Like th- this is where you find the guys that they just want a championship. They want to win. They, you know, they made most of them anyway. Have made all the money that they can realistically make. Right. So now they're at the point. You know, it's like you want to win. Right. You want to, you know, try to chase money that you might realistically might not get, mm-hmm. or do you want to come to a historic franchise in the Lakers, play with LeBron, arguably one of the greatest players ever, 
eight Anthony Davis, one of the greatest players in the generation right now, could possibly be, who knows, one of the greatest. So, uh, I'm that's the only thing that hesitant about because I hear you know Lakers twenty twenty favorite next year, <laughs> but you still need other pieces. Like, even with an Anthony Davis and LeBron James, I still think... I don't think point guard is as big of a deal, um, but it would be nice. Uh, but, you know, LeBron's going to get most of, you know, the ball handling and things like that. You're going to need a another rim protector. You're going to need a big to, you know, let Anthony Davis play with freedom. Now, Anthony Davis, obviously, a 25 and, right. you know, 25 and 10 guy, Three right. box. He he can do all that, but I, I and think more importantly as well, not to cut you off on mm-hmm. you know a bench. You need depth. Uh, when LeBron James comes out that game, and that showed to, in this finals. Yeah, you need to be able to uh, replenish that at least for five minutes because it you, showed they in need the a finals. Six man. It showed yeah. in the finals where Cleveland played Golden State, and you know LeBron James comes out and two minutes later the lead is up ten, and it's just like you're not going to be able to beat you know a great team. Hey, if it's the Raptors next year, that if the Lakers go to the finals and end up playing the Raptors, like you're not going to be able to beat them with with no bench, no depth. You saw how uncomfortable, you know, even Sean Livingston was because all these years we've been seeing Sean Livingston have the matchup in the finals. Obviously, he was younger, but he's had that matchup in the finals where he's always going to be bigger than the point guard and as big, if not uh, oh, uh, bigger than that two guard as well. Uh, yeah. You know, with this series, Fred Van Vliet was the only mismatch, I would say, because Kyle Lowry has good defense. Kyle Lowry is a is a scrapper. You know, he can play the post defense and just be physical. Um, and then everybody else, you know, Siakam, Leonard, uh, Norman Baca. Powell's even a bigger dude. You know, these aren't these aren't easy matchups for Sean Livingston to try to, you know, just post up and shoot over. So it was a different finals for a lot of these Warriors players. Um, you know, Draymond Green hasn't played against, you know, he played against Kevin Love, but Kevin Love was playing that five. And when, you know, the Warriors were playing small ball, I guess, you know, he had to defend like that. But Kevin Love is more of a shooter than inside the post, right? Siakam can shoot that ball, post you up, drive to the rim, put the ball on the floor, Ibaka and play too. physical. Ibaka as well. So it was definitely a tougher challenge for them down there. Jonas Jarepko and Andrew Bogut, DeMarcus Cousins coming off of the two injuries he had. It wasn't looking too good for them. That brings us back to the Lakers where they're going to need the depth. Mm -hmm. And they're going to need to be able to uh, use this money wisely. And, and, you know, still they still can get quality guys. It's not like they're going to go... My, I mean, Miami had three stars, so they went, you know, crazy mode with the, you know, they had Ray Allen as a quality guy and Shane Battier. But, um, you know, there was a lot of people on the roster that it was like, you know, hopefully this works out. I mean, but those years in Miami, the majority of the, the time, we had the oldest team in the league. I'm, exactly. not sure, I'm not sure if it was all four years, but I know it was majority. It might have been three or two. It's just definitely a faster game now. Yeah. So I don't think you can afford to have that oldest team, you know, veteran, uh, you know, spot-up shooter only type of team. You need length. You need defense. You need to be able to shoot the ball. You need to be able to run the floor. They definitely, they definitely need shooters. As you mentioned. And that was apparent last year. You know, DeAndre Jordan. We both talked about Darren Collison. 
we both talked about the possibility of uh, Danny Green, Danny Green or JJ Redick at that two guard spot for the Lakers. These are guys to look into. Brooke Lopez on the return to LA, possibly uh, on a fair deal. Um, and if they really want to get ballsy, you know, shoot a contract to D'Angelo Russell, Chris Middleton, Brog. I mean, there's there's. There's a lot of free agents. There's a lot. 60% of the league is a free agent. So let's get into a couple questions. I wanted to just, we got some questions, um, and they kind of relate. I'll ask the ones that relate to the free agency so we don't just go over stuff. Um, First question is, uh, where is Kawhi going? We got. Now... Supposedly, I saw a post today that said he was enrolling his daughter in a school in Toronto today, and there was a picture of him, and I don't know where he was. It looked like he was at a school. Who knows? Um, When you see something like that, it kind of tells you sometimes. Like when LeBron was moving his cars out of Miami, I didn't want to think nothing of it. Mm -hmm. But I know if LeBron was moving his cars to Miami, I'd be the first one saying, he's coming to Miami. Um, so but, this kind of indicates me saying Kawhi is going to so stay, much. but not so much what? Like that, him enrolling his daughter because, it's, I mean, you could, you know, and I think probably have to think like, about it. This is another, this is another. But you probably have to enroll by a certain point and then you could always, right. tra- and you could always transfer. Like it's not a big deal. Of course. Like you're just, there, he's just there right but now. But you know us NBA people. Uh, of course, of course. Sports fans in general. That's like um, when. But, we have to speculate. Yeah, that's. So, what what I'm saying is, even though I saw that, I still have a gut feeling telling me that Kawhi wants to go home and play for the Clippers and and, uh, try to build something there and probably be the first person to win with, what, first person to win on three different teams? No, that's people that have won. let's, Let's go superstar. First superstar to be the focal player of a team on three different teams and win. Talking about superstars, superstar. Yeah, because of course, journeyman, <laughs> NBA bouncers. Like, yeah, we found people going around and getting rings. Especially but I'm if talking about taking your team to the finals. Well, I mean, it's between the Clippers and the Raptors. So clearly, if you went to the Clippers and then they won the finals, which is completely within the realm of possibility, especially with Golden State down two of their best, you know, some of their best players. Yeah, he would definitely be Finals MVP. So he would definitely be the first one Finals MVP on three different teams. And then would he be the first superstar to win back to back on different teams? On different teams? Wow! I, and in different and in different conferences, he like, definitely he, would. But I smile. I definitely don't think that's gonna happen. Like if he goes to the Clippers, I do think they need maybe another one two years to be able to actually actually. I mean, I don't think so. next year they can contend so. in the sense that uh, you know the the West is open as you mentioned with the Warriors, but you know they may lose Patrick Beverly, and um, you know they do have a second year point guard coming in. They have a, a Gallinari, Montrez Harrell, Lou Williams is a free agent, so. We got to see what they're going to do with their money. They have two max contract spots open. Uh, we got to see if they can get another free agent if Kawhi comes. You know, we don't know that. But it's definitely a possibility, as you mentioned. Let's get to this next question. Um, Kyrie, Nets or L.A.? I mean, hmm. all reports are saying Kyrie to Brooklyn, Kyrie to Brooklyn. 
Um, I can see it happening. I can see, you know, him just just wanting to return to his home state in New York and and play for for them. They had a good playoff run last year. They have a nice roster to build upon and money to give. Um, what doesn't really make sense to me is like exactly why he would want to go there. Like what in Brooklyn is so attractive? Is it because they can sign someone else? Do they have two max spots? I want to say they'll like have his max spot and then a, a decent I, amount of money. Because I feel like Russell. that was the reason why they did that that deal with Atlanta. Right, right. Was to clear more cap space. So that I think they, they could might. afford two max spots. Yeah, because people were saying KD and 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 Kyrie to Brooklyn as well. I believe. Yeah. So, I I think he'll I think he'll go to Brooklyn. I think his pride is too high to go to LA and want to play with LeBron again. Um, you know, Kyrie has that one mindset of be free and and do what makes you happy. Uh, he's the type of person that that would say, you know, I'd rather. Uh, have to win a championship on my own and have to win one with LeBron again or some type of words like that. It's there's a lot of things. First off, it's you have to ask yourself what does Kyrie want? Because if he wants his own team, then yeah, he's definitely not going to Lakers. And honestly, I feel like he it would have been a better chance for him to go to LA before AD. For the simple fact of, obviously, Kyrie's grown. He had that conversation with LeBron. Like, he understands what it takes to lead. Well, I don't think he fully understands what it takes to lead a team to the finals, but he understands how hard it is. So, I think before, you could have probably sold him on the, oh, you know, LeBron's got three more years after it's your team. But now that Anthony Davis is there, it's clearly going to be Anthony Davis's team. So yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, so I don't think he wants to put himself in that situation. But it's Anthony Davis. Like, we got to understand, you know, these players, I mean, I'm not saying he is too prideful, and I'm not saying he he's going to say no to L.A., but if that's your reasoning, like, listen, oh, it's going to be A.D.'s team, like, yo, let it be, man. We've seen what A.D. can do in this league when healthy. I um, mean, if you ask Scotty Pippen, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure Scotty had no problem being Robin to, to Jordan's Batman. Yep, so... That's Kyrie's situation. A um, couple more free agency things I wanted to talk about was the Warriors. I mean, the Warriors are really the biggest story of the offseason other than the Raptors and Anthony Davis right now. Um, <laughs> Clay Thompson tears his ACL. That's a 9-12 to month injury. He can come back next year. What are we looking at? Like March, February, earliest um, you know, that's if they're better, in playoff contention, if they need him, might as well sit it out. KD, ruptured Achilles, he needs a whole year. He's not playing next year. Um, so the Warriors still are dealing with this, uh, you know, these injuries. Also, they're free agents, and they're unrestricted free agents that deserve max contracts. So, you know, the Warriors have a difficult well I wouldn't say it's difficult for them but just difficult in general where you just have this 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 problem right um and it's a big problem it's a big problem like it might not seem like that you might have seem oh if you but you have to look at it in this aspect see now first and foremost they said that they fully plan I mean obviously they don't know what Kevin Durant's going to do nobody knows what Kevin Durant's going to do but they intend 
to offer him a contract. So they're going to offer max, max at that. So they're going to offer Clay the max. So you're looking at five years, around 150, roughly. Then you're looking at KD's max. I'm not sure how much KD's max would be. The Warriors next year with Curry on the Supermax, Draymond has one year left on his deal, and then you signing two more max spots. You would they would be looking at a luxury tax of two hundred and fifty million. Yeah. Out of pocket. Yeah. And they're going into a new stadium too. But that's only part one. Part two, let's just say part one goes into play. Let's say they sign both in the max. They're both not playing next year. You just saw how your team got decimated without depth. Livingston's not the same. Livingston might retire. Oh, he retired. He didn't tell the Warriors yet. Oh, true. <laughs> so Quinn Cook has to grow into Quinn Cook has to grow. Kevin, I don't know if Kevin Jordan Bell's that player. Kevin Looney uh, has to obviously get healthier. Honorable mention. Shout out to Kevon Looney. The boy's a soldier. Facts. He 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 didn't have to play. In his mind, he had to play. For his team, he had to play. For the city, he felt like he had to play. On a contract year, he's a free agent this year as well. Is so they're going to have to try to deal with that, right? So, so yeah, it's just like, so if you do, do you're not going to have any money to sign depth. And, it's, and at that point, it's not even about being competitive. It's about having a roster to even play, to be honest. So there's they have a lot of stuff that they're gonna have to figure out and really realize how much they want both of them and if they do have both of them then how are they really honestly how are they gonna make it I through mean, this season? You just really gotta sacrifice this season. Uh, if I'm the Warriors, I, I look at it like you know let's entertain this crowd with this beautiful arena we have. Let's make it as fun as possible. We still have a two-time MVP, three-time champion, our point guard, our captain, and we still have our defensive anchor and our heart and soul in Jamon Green, a very good leader. Um, you know who knows if they signed Demarcus Cousins on a one-year deal again. Right? No, Buggy's going to go for Oh, money. he can't. He can't. He can't. Yeah, yeah, because Mac, they're not yeah. going to be able to afford him because I'm thinking about Clay Thompson and KD. But we also have to put into, like, our thoughts that KD, like you said, we don't know. If he leaves, which it's, it's looking a little crazy now because, you know, he's going to take that meeting with, with, the, with the boot. I had a meeting with the crutches, mm-hmm. and the GM's going to look at him in his face and say, do you want to sign this five-year deal that's worth four for us? And they're going to be happy to sign him, but the reality is... Or is it possible that KD can opt in for 31.5? Oh, it's all possible. Now, that would be best-case scenario. That would be, like, for Warriors, that's, like, golden. That's yeah. Beyond lucky, like uh, with yeah. all your bad luck that has happened, yeah. to be able to keep KD for one year. Granted, it's you know then you have to worry about it again next year, but right. it, it it buys you a but year. But it also it buys you a year, and it gives you the are the Knicks going to still have money next year? Is the Clippers going to still have money next year? You know what I'm saying? Like 
it's going to buy you that security blanket of like, all right, well, now these teams might be salary cap stuck. Mm-hmm. And he, he had like, you know, there's going to be teams that can offer the max to him, obviously. But is it a team that he's going to want to go to or a team that just can offer him that money? So it kind of would help them if he uh, signed, you know, and it, it, I'm sure it would help Kevin Durant. 30, $31 million to uh, rehab. I'll take it. Uh, let's move on from Golden State and get to three other free agents that I wanted to quickly go over. Um, Kemba Walker, he wants to stay in, in Charlotte for some odd reason. He's so willing to stay in Charlotte that he'll, he'll even take a pay cut. And and that, to me, uh, you know, I was on his, I'm still on his side, but I was on his side in the sense of, you know, he deserves his money. You know, this team didn't do anything to, to help him out. They haven't drafted well around him. Uh, They've been, they've just been this mediocre team that has a superstar, just kind of collecting dust, and he's just willing to take that discount to continue losing, to continue being the middle of the pack, fourteenth. I don't understand. He says he wants to stay with them because he wants to win with Charlotte, but in your Seven years of being with this franchise, what have they possibly done for you and shown you on any good faith possible that they are willing to and can surround you with pieces that can help you win? I I think he's bluffing. I think it's a bluff. But why? You're unrestricted. Why? Why bluff? I mean... To, to, To maybe, I don't know, give the crowd... I don't know. Don't don't hate me when I leave. I mean, he's I if he know. if he was gonna stay with Charlotte, understand. Now he was drafted with Charlotte, so Charlotte can offer him the supermax. He would be eligible for five years, two hundred and twenty-one million supermax. But he's like nah. no other players on his team. I mean, we're talking. Who, who, who else does he play? We're with? talking about him staying, regardless. So yeah, I mean, I'll take the two twenty and stay as opposed to the one something and stay. Because if yeah, because honestly, if you did that, it's cool. I mean, clearly you're not about winning. You about money, yeah, exactly. Man, you like get get your money, get your money. Like after yeah, you, like you want to. But don't say you know I want to win a championship as Charlotte. Like and take less. Come on, come on. Um, that's Kemba Walker's situation. I believe he should go to the Knicks, but that's just Heartbreaking. Um, Heartbreaking. Jimmy Butler mm. is another free agent that's kind of interesting because he's one of those those bigger pieces like a Kemba Walker, but it's, it's like the top, uh, excuse me, tier two, right? It's without, like Without KD being a, a legit player, at that J- Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's the wild card. Clay Thompson, it's then you know Jimmy Butler and, and Kemba. Uh, Kyrie's also in that tier one as well. Um Jimmy Butler can go to the Lakers. Jimmy Butler can stay stay in Philly. Jimmy Butler. I feel like those are only two options. Realistically, can sign with the Celtics. That just kind of slapped me in the head, but it's possible. That would make sense. Okay, so if you're if you're Boston. Real quick. Having Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Where do you fit yeah. Jimmy Butler? Especially, that, that kind of leads us into the next 
player before we get into the next player. Um, you know, yeah, Jimmy Butler, he's kind of in a, like, what would be best for Jimmy Butler, you know? Uh, Clippers with Kawhi. I mean, yeah. Brooklyn he, with Kyrie. He is from L.A. I'm, Those are two nice fits. I mean, if Houston. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm in. Tr- I'm just. It's, it's the 19th. We're talking about for you to see. We got about 10, 10 days now. We have up until June 30th at 6 p.m. For the floodgates to open officially. And last but not least, as far as these free agents, Al Horford declines his player option, which was surprising to me, which is showing me that he really just wants oh, a fresh start for his last that's not surprising last me. chapter of his NBA. I mean, it's I'm th- happy for I, Al Horford. I mean, it's $30 million that he opted out of. He didn't Harrison opt out Barnes of. Harrison Barnes declined too. I understand. But Harrison Barnes also has a good six or seven years in the league. Hey man, it, it might be the AD, it might win. be the AD effect. It might be the the LA Laker effect. Damn, it it might be. It's possible. Twelve a year for three years. Thirteen a year for three years. He was gonna make thirty. Yeah, how much they gonna pay him? I'm pretty sure Al Horford is at that's 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 one of the players I was talking about. I'm pretty sure Al Horford's at the point of his career. He just want to win. Like he's had to deal with an Atlanta squad. That's crazy. He had to deal with his Boston squad. Like he had to, he has, he's had to deal with being close but not close enough. Always. I'm pretty sure he's just at that point where he don't want to, he wants to be remembered as a winner. Because Al Horford does it all. Like Al Horford, yep. it doesn't get enough. I mean, unless you really know and watch basketball, you'll understand how great of a player Al Horford is and underrated. Mm-hmm. You put Al Horford. Al Horford would be the perfect player. To put on that Lakers team. He would. I don't disagree. So now that we've speculated about the offseason, free agencies, possible trades at the draft, uh, last NBA story before next season so far is the Rockets and how, <laughs> how you know, how much of a hole have they dug themselves into? It's funny because... You get CP3 on a contract that everybody kind of looked at like, whoa, right? And it was either you pay him or he walks. Because he would have left. He would have left. Better for the Rockets, should have left. What happened to the Rockets? Game seven versus the Warriors. He blew a tire in game six, or did he blow the tire in game seven and had to leave early? Whatever. No, it was game five. Game five. Look at that. you know, this year he was hobbling around. Chris Paul is not the Chris Paul that we've seen in L.A.'s past, right? James Harden is not, and it's okay. No, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me start this over, because we actually got a question, our last question, and the question is: Is Chris Paul the guy we really think he is, or does he just get a bad rap? Chris Paul has a Hall of Fame career. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul is one of the best point guards the NBA has ever seen. Correct. Chris Paul is one of the most talented players still in the NBA. However, Chris Paul is growing older. Chris Paul has been in the league for the last 12, 14, 13 years. He's been in the league since 06. 06, yeah, 06. 13 years. 
He's been in uh, Chris Paul has has uh, had many injuries, many injuries, whether it's in his hand or it's in his legs, uh, foot, so shoulder, you name it. He doesn't just get a bad rep. Like he has a bad rep for the lower or the later parts of his career with being able to stay healthy. That's really Chris Paul's main problem, being able to stay healthy and on the floor. Because if you were to ask me if Chris Paul would give me a good 72 games a year uh, or 70 games a year um, and, and, and be able to play you know, in good shape in the playoffs, I'll take it. But at the end of the day, Chris Paul's not worth $36 million, not now, not yesterday, not two years ago. What they messed up with was Daryl Morey signed Chris Paul because he knows who Chris Paul was, right? Mike D'Antoni doesn't run the team like a Chris Paul team should be ran. So that's where the conflict was. And you mentioned it. You said they dug themselves into this hole and starts with Daryl Morey. And it, it kind of really ends with... D'Antoni. And D'Antoni has an exciting basketball coaching game plan. He wins games in the regular season, but he, he can't win games uh, when they count in the playoffs because he runs an offense that is based on give James. It's literally give James Harden the ball, find a corner, set your feet, be ready for a pass. If nothing, if that all fails, give it back to Harden. He'll ISO and he'll he'll figure it out. He was averaging 36 a game. He had to score 30 points in over 30 games straight to keep this season alive for the Rockets, managed them to a fourth seed. Chris Paul is not fit for that team. He never was. So Chris Paul is a great point guard. Chris Paul is in the later points of his career. Chris Paul is not the same player he was in 2012 with Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. And the Rockets' game plan is just hurting his cause more and more and more. So the fact that this came out, that James Harden is demanding that they choose between each other, um, Chris Paul Chris Paul said something. I forgot what Chris Paul said. And oh, I have the... You also had the... Uh, yeah, what James Harden said about Chris Paul. This was, this was I believe, it says from... Uh, from a Rockets team source on dynamic between Harden and Paul. Chris wants to coach James. James looks at Chris Paul like, you can't even beat your man. Just shut up and watch me. And that's pretty much what the whole team does. They just shut up. They sit there and watch because that is the no. offense that Dan Tony has designed. Yeah, don't get mad at the players. I mean, the, the coach literally... Tells them. The Rockets are the most overrated and boring team to watch, I swear. Because it is literally the same thing every possession, every game. ISO pick and roll. All 82 games. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul is exactly what you think he is, and it is exactly what you get. Chris Paul, and I really hate to say this. And I might be somewhat disrespectful, but Chris Paul, in a sense, is like Dwight Howard. 
Chris Paul. So I was a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer he may be, but Chris Paul is stuck in his own ways and is set for the old league NBA and cannot adapt and adjust to the new league. And he is too hard-headed and set in his ways. That's a good point. To, to adjust. Uh-huh. As great as a point guard as we say Chris Paul is, Chris Paul is an old school point guard. If you look at the point guards now, the Damian Lillards of the world, Kyrie's. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook's. I mean, the list goes on. There's, there's so many elite point guards in this league. And it's not even just the fact that Chris Paul is old school in the sense of half-court set, set a play, you know, bang, bang, boom. It's just the game is too free-flowing now. Like, you don't have to be – like, there there are certain, you know, points in the game where you want to, you know, call a play, you have a go-to play, depending, you know, if you're down 10, you need a spark, or, you, you know, you want to put the dagger. There, there's certain points in the game that call for it. I understand that. But the game and these athletes, like, the game just flows too fast. Like, the game is – too quick for you just to want to always just slow it down, yep, slow it down. Yep, yep. And it's not even just the fact of how the game is played, but aesthetically, with the eyeball test, it's not fun to watch, realistically speaking. So, Chris, yeah, yeah Chris is just way too set in his ways. Let, and me, let me say this. It just, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't work. It will never work. I think... James Harden would really benefit as far as trying to win a championship if he was the piece that got traded. And then... You're saying if Chris Paul was the piece that got traded? No, if James Harden was the piece that got traded. So, think about this. It's going to be tough to get Chris Paul's contract off, right? It's not going to happen. There's no way. That's basically what I'm thinking. So, you keep Chris Paul, Mm -hmm. you trade Harden... You use his salary to kind of uh, finish Chris Paul's career or, or contract, at least here. And be real with yourself and realize, are we going to win in the next two years? It's just... The Rockets will have... I don't feel like that's an option. As it's bad not as, an option. It's as not bad an option. It's, because an option. it's, it's so think sad about because Chris Paul's just dead weight. But James Harden will never win a finals playing in Houston. He'll never win a finals playing for Coach D'Antoni. They have to get rid of D'Antoni. Coach D'Antoni will never they win have, a finals they have to get rid with of his offense. They have to but get rid getting of rid of D'Antoni doesn't fix the Chris Paul-James Harden problem, one. Two, if you keep James Harden and leave Chris Paul out, you're going to have to figure out what you're doing with P.J. Tucker, Eric Gordon. And then what kind of offense are you running with James Harden? Like, what coach is going to come in and instill an offense for James Harden after five years of him running iso ball? I would see James that's, Harden adapting see, more. That's what, that's exactly where you stop right there. You don't insert an offense for James Harden. You insert an offense for the team. Because that's that's the problem. The offense is James Harden. It's through James Harden. And, and Austin Rivers was on first take, and he even said it. He goes, you can't blame. A lot of people are, you know, talking about, you know, James this, James that. But you can't blame James for literally doing what he's supposed, he's, yeah. He's yeah. supposed to do, what the coach is telling him to do, what the offense is it's meant designed for, to is do. designed yeah. to do. Oh, man. I don't know, man. It's, it's bad. Well, 
Houston, they got a problem over there. Uh, Miami's got ours, you know, with uh, financial. In- <laughs> 2021. That's all we're waiting for. Uh, a couple honorable mentions for this episode. Did my Red Sox win? Can I get a score update? Let me see. God darn, bro. We started this episode, and it was the top of the 12th. Yeah. Is it still going? Mid-15th. It's going to the bottom of the 15th inning at 3-3. We're trying to win our our seventh straight game. Playing really good right now. Uh, Max Scherzer broke his nose. I'm sure he'll miss some time. I wanted to say shout-out to Josh McCown. On a on a solid NFL career, yeah, uh, yeah. he's done many things. He's a baller. He's a good guy. Um, you know, hope for hope for the best for him. And uh, yeah, you know, All Star breaks coming up in the MLB season. I know we don't really talk much about it, but the Red Sox are heating up, and that's all I care about. I don't care about the Yankees. I don't care about the Rays being the fifth best team in the league. I don't care about the Astros. I don't care about none of that. The Red Sox are heating up, and we're coming for back to back. Trafficking throughout the city, keep glass and those and them thugs with me. I can tell I've been the streets, so I pee on you, think that I bought her the doves with me. It's still up for our double E. My young nigga kill Pete, but you know that it's cuz with me. And I feel like I'm from a C, cause I got his OG and he designed the drugs with me. You did. Federal thought that I'm gon' spit your wig, you did. How you a hitter, but when you be shooting, you hitting them little kids. McDonald's, I eat them, you take them with bacon, but I do not fuck with pigs. One from nigga, we told them blocks, we do not fuck with seeds. I can be a glass in the sun, better motherfucking all can't see through me. Th- th- three hoes in the head, he got bullet ball status. Try that nigga out, first degree. Bitch, I'm icing to the motherfucking teeth. I, I-, I ain't never went on turn the next T. Make a run, he the young with the cleats. No baton, but the boy police. My my car, nigga, ain't shit least. Try to rob, nigga, ain't shit sweet. Nope. Who you trying to scratch? Shooting guns in the air. What you trying to start attack me? Pockets, pockets, pockets on fat back me. I get more ass than an Uber back seat. But I don't do pickups. This father right here got the hiccups. I'm strong as shit, like a sit up. That shit not official Bitch, I'm the shit like toilet tissue Set around five, then the boys get you You want the beef, then you need to catch up And get you a deal, I ain't order pickles Bread, I get that sound like a sandwich I just made this shit off the head This shit is literally talent I just made five bands on Sinanaze I used to wear the new balance Smoking that dope, spinning like a blabay This shit right here keep me balanced Yeah! Ray Allen and these niggas, they some hoes and they face balance. Fat.